Welcome to Beyond the Fork. I'm Rick and Vitale, and welcome to our show. From cooking to culture, from foreign to food, we hope you enjoy this episode. I'm Charby Magum. Here we look at food beyond the fork and dive into the culture behind everyday foods. On today's episode, how are foreign foods served differently where they're from than in America? Hey, what are you eating? Oh, just a Chipotle burrito bowl. I have them every other day. Do you want some? Sure, but have you ever wondered if there's more to Mexican food than just a burrito bowl? Have you ever wondered about the taste of traditional Mexican food? Mm, now that I think about it, I had no idea. How can I find out? You should continue listening to this podcast. Next, let's welcome Agam Rupkar, a culinary arts student at DVHS. We are so excited to have you here today to talk about impacts food has on society and how change over a period of time has impacted the food we eat. So why don't we start off with talking about what foods are common to your culture? So for me, like I'm Punjabi, so we eat a lot of Punjabi food, um, whether that's butter chicken, which is very popular in Indian culture, or been Americanized, like in restaurants, for example. The flavor that, let's say, your parents make it with is very different from the one that's made in restaurants. And typically, it's a lot of the flavor is missing in restaurant food compared to what's made at home, the spices. So seeing how there's such a big difference sometimes is really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Do you think in general you've seen specific adaptations to a culture overall? I think in general, yeah, because if you go to a specific country and you eat like Japanese food in Japan and then you eat Japanese food here, that authenticity is very missing. I also think like a lot of the culture changes, um, like I said, like are due to the uh, restaurant industry and other food businesses. What do you think the reason for these modifications? I think it does come appealing to a general audience because I mean, if we only have authentic food and it would just be the people who eat that food eating that food again. So you wouldn't be able to really make money off of that necessarily. And so appealing to like a wide range of people brings in that money for the industry. The change to cultural cuisine was one with more positive or negative impact? Yeah, I think for the positive part, again, it does open up to a wide range of people. And so I think sometimes it's show what really came out of that. I just want to say thank you for taking time to sit down with us today. Now back to you guys. Hello, Senorita Doug, and thank you for joining us. Um, something I hear you say a lot is that you fell in love with the Spanish culture. And that's what inspired you to become a Spanish teacher. What are some of your favorite aspects or traditions of the culture? Well, one of my favorite aspects always is food. Um, I love whenever I go to a different Spanish-speaking country, I love to find out what the locals eat, what is um, common maintenance, and I always love to try that food item. Um, in America, we like to say that we have a lot of cultures and that we serve like a lot of different foods, but... Do you think that Mexican or Spanish foods that that we have here accurately represent the ones? I think it depends. I think it depends on the place you go to and where, and sometimes where it's located. I can speak to the fact that living in San Francisco, there are some very authentic Mexican restaurants here. But then again, you also have to remember like the burrito, which is such an iconic thing that originated in San Francisco. Again, I think that we have taken some liberties with how we represent it, but I think that the idea and the essence is there. I think that's all for today. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
Today's episode is brought to you by Toys R Us. Check out their stores and you'll find nothing because they're out of business. Now it's time to welcome Kathy, a student at DVHS. A Chinese traditional meal, typically you'd see rice and the dishes vary depending on what region of China you're from. But as a whole, like collectively, there are some dishes that everybody knows about. For example, um, stir-fried tomatoes and eggs. Um, yes, I do see these types of food in America. And the differences between native Chinese food or traditional Chinese food and the Americanized version is um, the Americanized version isn't authentic. And um, the Americanized version is catered more towards American taste preferences, but it still tastes good. It's just not authentic. And there are places near me that I can find traditional dishes, um, but there aren't many good restaurants that do it well. I still prefer my mom's cooking over the majority of Chinese restaurants. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, traditional foods are fascinating. I'm definitely not eating a burrito bowl every other day after listening to this. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Make sure to check out our next episode. Thanks for listening.